Welcome back to the Interwoven Podcast. I'm Alex, one of the directors at Pioneer Pacific Camp. Uh, I am joined today with our friend Sue Fristino. Hey, Sue, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, Interwoven Podcast, we're talking about the ways that scripture is bearing fruit in our lives. Uh, Sue's a friend of camp. Sue's been on staff at camp. Uh, currently, Sue, you are living in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What's life like for you? What are you up to these days? Yeah, Philly's a wild, wild place. Um, I'm currently in nursing school. I will be graduating in the spring um, and trying to plan the next steps from here. Yeah, it's so exciting. Uh, I will say uh, Sue has been such a gift to camp. Uh, We appreciate her very much. Sue is a really great example of someone who really leans into the call of the Lord and loves others in radical ways. Uh, and so I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Uh, and I'm glad this is happening, Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess to start off, uh, what has your experience been like with the scriptures? What has that relationship been like for you uh, throughout the years? Yeah, so I was really excited when you brought up this topic to me in the first place, because the Bible um, has held such a special place um, in my walk with the Lord. So this was quite exciting for me. But um, I would say the scriptures began to come alive to me um, in fourth grade when um, we were given an assignment in school and everybody had to choose one goal that they wanted to improve on. So for some people, it was like soccer or math questions or things like that. Um, And for some reason, I felt this little tug on my heart to try and read the Bible every single day. Um, And so with that challenge, I started to read Psalms because I didn't know where to start. And they always just say, open it up in the middle. Um, So I stumbled across Psalms. And while I was reading, um, specifically in Psalm 4 is where scripture really came alive to me. And it's honestly how I got saved in the first place and how I knew Jesus was real and something that I wanted to pursue. Wow. Um, Okay. Well, (laughs) big stuff. No, I love it. Um, Why don't I here, I'll go ahead and I'll read Psalm four and then we can kind of just jump into that a bit more. How does that sound? Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Psalm four. Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God, give me relief from my distress, have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you you love delusions and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin. When you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. Many, Lord, are asking, will you bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy when their grain and new wine abound. In peace, I will lay down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Wow. I love this passage for Mm -hmm. many reasons. Um, I feel like when you first read it, you're kind of picturing, I think it's hard to picture like a 10-year-old who's like, Wow, this is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relatable. <laughs> yeah, right. but at the same time, for some reason, I mean, life hadn't been um, 
butterflies and unicorns up to that point either for me. Mm-hmm. So to see that that David was calling out to God the same way that I was calling out to something um, to show me some good, to give me that joy, to give me that peace. Like I was searching for those exact things. Um, and one, to know that somebody else has also been searching for that. And two, to know that there is a God who provides those things to you when you um, pursue him was truly life-changing for me. And that's, that's where it all began right there. Mm, yeah, that's so profound. And, and I mean, as your friend, I can attest to what you were saying of, yeah, not things were not butterflies and rainbows. And, um, but just to hear that clear space of, Hey, I'm here. I'm listening. Um, that's so special. Yeah. And, and so then I do kind of want to, in a, in a way, ask the same question again, like you were so young then, um, and now you're so old. No, <laughs> you were, you were quite, you were a child and that was sort of the start of something beautiful. We're absolutely fruit from the scriptures, but I guess moving forward through those years, uh, up until the more recent times, like what, how has that relationship grown or changed? And, and were there other sort of aspects of the scriptures that have, um, really been a, a big part of that? Yeah. So, um, like I said, the challenge was to read the Bible every day for that school year. I don't know if I completed it or not, to be right. honest. I don't remember that. Um, and so like any Christian or any person, um, I find it difficult to like stay with your challenge like forever, you know. Sure. Um, so I have not read the Bible every day since fourth grade. I would love to say that I did, um, but I haven't. And so my journey with Christ has looked many different ways and has brought me, um, through many different places that I never expected to be in. Um, but it's funny how the scriptures, not funny. It's, it's amazing how the scriptures are so grounding and I feel like they're always turning me back. Um, and definitely like there's just, it's straight up truth. And so it points you straight to Jesus every single time that you're reading it. Mm-hmm. And so I find that when I'm wayward or not fully pursuing Jesus, when I open the scriptures again, it definitely grounds me and brings me back to that place of like, God is good and this is who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so more recently, I would say probably in like 2018, 2019, okay. I was reading in James chapter one. And that was a frying pan moment for me where I would say, I felt like God just like hit me over the head pretty hard. With and a frying pan. With a frying pan. <laughs> That's what, that's what the saying means, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it really brought me back to my knees where I mm-hmm. need to be. And um, it brought me before the Lord again, um, which is awesome. Uh, what was that? What was that section of scripture? Uh, it was James 1 verses 5 through 9. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read that one as well. Uh, okay. Real quick here. Um, James 1, 5 to 9. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and do not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. Hmm. 
Yeah, I love this still. <laughs> yeah, hey? yeah, it's a, it's loaded, but I want to hear kind of how that spoke to you. Yeah, okay. So in that time of my life, I was going through um, different life changes between like boyfriends and college and mm. changing my major in college and just trying to figure out life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and my emotions were all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I was pursuing what I wanted to pursue. Um, my mind was completely on what's best for Sue. What's she going to do? Like, it wasn't about like even reaching my potential. It was just like, what makes me happy? What makes me comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was completely self-serving in that time of my life. And when I read that, I was like, okay, one, it was comforting. Cause I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. Apparently everyone who doubts God is unstable right. and double-minded. Mm -hmm. so that made me uh, feel better but also I was like oh this is my problem like I'm not trusting God with my life and I'm not holding it with open hands here Mm. Uh, and so Jesus really showed me like just that like if you want something ask for it from God like in the very first part if you lack wisdom wisdom ask him and he'll give it to you without reproach like he is so generous and so loving and he wants to give that to us mm-hmm. um, but part of a relationship is taking that time to seek him and to ask him for these things mm-hmm. uh, so that truly truly turned my life completely around and i learned how to well it's a daily learning thing but how to open my hands and live for god honestly and live wherever he wants me to go and do what he wants me to do because i found that when I'm living for Christ is when I'm happiest. And when I'm pursuing the things of God is when I feel the most fulfilled in my life. Wow. Yeah. And, and I kind of want to take onto that too, just for our listeners. Uh, again, as someone who knows Sue very well, I, I, I can't stress enough how much your understanding of this provision and this truth is very real. And your understanding of God's faithfulness is very real because your understanding and experience of of suffering and heartache and and pain is is equally real um i know your story and and i know that you're not just like oh my goodness god like saved me like god saved you and um by his words you know you have been set free and and this is i just really want to hammer home that understanding for the listeners that um, this is real. This is real. It's it's the most real thing that I've ever experienced. And it is by far, I, I there's no words that I can use to stress it enough how deeply humbled I am and how incredible it is to me just to think that Jesus would die on a cross for me in particular. Like, why would you ever do that? And the fact that he he wants us in heaven with him and he wants to do life with us um it blows me away every time I think about it and it comes alive to me every time I read about it too mm-hmm. um it's just it's truly humbling and mm-hmm. I I can never thank him enough honestly <laughs> it's good news <laughs> it's the best <laughs> <laughs> sweet well in the same vein then moving forward um speaking of the fruit of the scriptures in our lives in our lives, in our lives. Um, what's, what's it been like in, in these recent months for you? How, how has, how has scripture been sitting with you recently? 
Yeah. So recently, I think we're all in a similar boat, um, <laughs> learning our learning COVID and how to navigate life, um, and just all the changes in life and stuff. And I find that the environments uh, that we've been creating are more like self-preservation um, and more self-serving and mm -hmm. people are afraid and that makes sense. Um, but it also really causes us to look inward, um, which I find to be harmful um, in communities and in, in personal lives as well. So mm -hmm. Jesus has been bringing me to Philippians recently okay. uh, where I've been studying Paul and just who he was as a man and as a Christian. And um, the biggest thing that I've been seeing from that is just how radically he served and how literally nothing else mattered but the fact that the gospel would move forward and the fact that people would know that they are extremely treasured and loved. Mm. Um, and like that was all that mattered. And it really put things in perspective to me um, especially during this time where like, it feels sometimes like the world is ending and it feels uncertain and scary and everything. And just the fact that like, yeah, the one thing that matters is for people to know their place um, in heaven and for people to know how valuable they really are mm -hmm. uh, should still be the overall arching thing. And so I want to live in a way that Paul lived where I'm just trying to love on others and yeah. I want people to be able to look at me the way that Paul did and see Christ, honestly, mm -hmm. especially through all this time. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do, you sent me the, uh, the Philippians section that you've been sitting with. I'm going to read that out and then maybe that will continue to give some contents context to exactly what you're saying here. Um, but it's uh, Philippians one verses 12 to 20. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will, be, that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Those are bold words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, I think a little background on Paul is that he was originally named Saul um, and he hated Christ and he hated Christians like the most. Mm -hmm. um, and then this man, like God turned his life around. So that's a mir miracle. Number one, it, like the purpose of his life 
was to not just like stunt, but actually end the advancement of the gospel. Yes. Like he was out to destroy Christians and the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so then God completely reveals himself to Paul and turns his life around. So that's miracle number one. Mm -hmm. And now Paul is this like crazy radical who's like, Jesus is the coolest. Um, Probably said that too. It's somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) And here he is now in this, in this specific uh, portion in prison, writing to a church, encouraging them to be like, this is so worth it. He's he's currently in chains and still saying, this is so worth it. Um, so what does that tell you about like the magnitude of what God can do to our hearts? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how beautifully like he's transforming that. So yeah. I love this for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also love how the whole Imperial Guard got saved because yeah. of Paul in prison. <laughs> like, Just from being around. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, how bright is this man shining right now? You know what I mean? And the fact that this is Paul, who was a human, you know what I mean? And I think sometimes we look back and we're like, okay, those those were them then. Like, we're not like that anymore. Like, things aren't like that anymore. But people are still people, and God is extremely still God. And, like, I think that we can have the same courage and the same passion and the same boldness. Mm -hmm. We can have modern technology, but, like, we still have the same human emotions and the same traits and like all of these things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to look back at like past humans and be like, but what if they live today? Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the fact that he's almost like, I wouldn't say sarcastic, but he's like kind of making a joke of being like people preach the gospel for like a couple different reasons and some aren't like wholehearted good reasons, but either way people are still hearing the gospel and that's great. Yeah. And I love that too. He's just, he has the right attitude of like focusing like solely on Jesus and like mm-hmm. solely on what Jesus has done. Um, and I, I just love it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, that's a profound thought of, he's just like, Hey, it's the name of Christ that's being said. And um, yeah, it's just that level of faith. Whereas I feel like so often I, at least I, I kind of want to have like, yeah, but I want to control it a little bit, you know, and, and that goes back to what you were saying a couple minutes ago about the open handedness of like, okay, God, this is you go for it. And, and I'm here. That's so special. Paul definitely embodies the open handedness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to like keep going um, but for the sake of time. Uh, yeah. I just think uh, considering all that you've shared already, uh, what would you say would be like, What's, what's your main invitation or challenge or encouragement um, for our listeners in regards to everything that you've shared? Oof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think as far as reading the Bible goes, um, I highly recommend it <laughs> because um, I'm somebody who actually doesn't like reading. Um, and mm-hmm. I also don't like being told what to do. And I don't like doing the same thing every day. <laughs> So I am the worst candidate to be like, let me do my devotions every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, my relationship with Christ has strengthened tremendously from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like there's, there's so many ways to get to know Christ. I believe that it, like through the people around you, through your church, through worshiping. Um, but there's something about the Bible that is, it's his words and it's 
hard facts and it's it's like it's truth and you can't deny it yeah Uh, and you can't there's no disproving it like it it is what it is um and so I find it so challenging and so comforting um both and so I highly yeah I don't I still don't read it every single day I wish that I did Mm -hmm. Um, and I would recommend to anybody to get into it but yeah I don't know surrounding yourself with truth especially in times like today I think are so valuable Mm -hmm. the grounding of it amen sue to close out this has been so special thank you i i just i love your heart on all of this and and your words are so uh so strong and articulate um but moving forward what's a way that the listeners can be praying for you moving forward um that I would continue to live with open hands and I hope that they would pray for themselves to continue to live that way too. Um, I believe that we're here to love and to serve each other. And I, I hope to dedicate my entire life to that. Um, and that gets difficult because I got a lot of dreams, (laughs) (laughs) but like I said, living for Christ is truly the greatest thing that I have ever attempted. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, praying for strength to continue to do that and praying for themselves to mm-hmm. begin doing that or continue doing that as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, Sue, thank you. This has been such a gift. Uh, this has been such a great conversation for me and, and I hope that uh, our listeners can really um, dig into to what you've been saying and sharing and um, yeah, thank you. This has been wonderful. And uh, to the listeners, we will see you guys next time on the next episode of the Interwoven Podcast. We'll see you later, Sue. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.